there, Patriots. I hope you're having a great day. I'm excited to come on and hang out with you guys for a little while. We're going to be talking about the Supreme Court today. There's two big cases going before the Supreme Court, so we need to talk about it. So yeah, check it out. This is the Freedom Force Battalion. If you're new here, we are on freedomforce.live. I'm Melissa Red Pill the World, and we look at how this is biblical, and it's always good news. <laughs> That's why I think a lot of you are here, because you're so sick of bad news, and it's, it is crazy. We just constantly hear something on the regular news, but we have to look at how this is literally biblical. The enemy has come down in great wrath, knowing he has little time, as the word says. That's what we know is happening right now. We're, we are in this very amazing biblical time. We are so blessed to live in this day and to see the destruction of our enemies. I posted a, vi- uh, uh, a verse today on our Telegram, Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. If you're new and you're not on it, please join us on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. Um, all the links are right here. Here's the social media right here. Social media, Telegram, bot, podcast, BitChute, Rumble, Friday on, all that. Get that with Melly. Um, but yeah, it says that um, that we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them and they will be as nothing. <laughs> Love that part of it too. They will be as nothing as if they didn't even ever exist. How about that? So just hang on tight. We're going to win. And as our wonderful president says, you'll be very happy. <laughs> we will be very, very, very happy. I love for him to say that. I, If anybody has a, a, a video clip of him saying that like over and over and over, I would love that. <laughs> Send that to me. I want to see it. Um, all right. So here we go. Um, I want to talk to you about this Roe v. Wade. Um, and and it's it's a little bit complex always, you know, unless you're an attorney and, and understand the way that their legal jargon and all the way the reasoning and all that, it may sound very, very strange to you. So I wanted just to, to throw this um, uh, out for you to 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 look into for yourself, but um, and just kind of break it down for you. But um, on Mike, I'm sorry, on Steve Bannon, I love him so much. The war room. He's just such such a patriot, such a fighter. They should never have have uh charged him and gone against him because it's going to be ugly it's going to get bad because he's going to he's going to expose them all i mean just hold on to your hats all right so anyway but, but back to this he um he was saying uh he was interviewing terry Schilling, who was out in front of the supreme court um uh when they when the supreme court was hearing the case about um roe v wade all right to reverse it from the state of mississippi all right so um, I want to play a little bit of that for you, but the one of the things the other person on his his uh, channel was saying, and I posted this also on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram, if you want to join with them also, is that even back in the 60s, only one-tenth of one percent wanted it. The way they play, make it out to be, oh, well, you know, everybody wanted it. Only one-tenth of one percent, even way back in the day, wanted it, Okay. So very important that we know that. Number two, that the back alley abortions deaths was a lie. They've always said, well, people, women were dying in back alley abortions. That was a lie. The whole thing was made up. The, the man who made it up, he said he pulled it out of the air. Total fabrication, total lie. Okay. So now he, though, though when he saw the ultrasounds of these babies, he was like, this is a, 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 a clearly not a blob of flesh this is clearly a living being and so he became now uh, a proponent for life and and, a, and and fighting against abortion even though he had been a, a proponent for abortion before 
So that was amazing. So I want you to hear what Kurt, uh, what Terry Schilling has to say when he was out in front of the Supreme Court. Oh, but first you got to hear this woman. She is from New Hampshire. She's this, I think it's a senator from New Hampshire. And she's just, how can you, how can you argue for the death of babies? It just, it's, it just, I, I, it's hard for me to even grapple with really, but check her out. Oh, he's just something else. On our privacy, on the attempt to have state control of our personal health really is what we would see in an authoritarian state. It's not what we would expect in New Hampshire. I think if you want to see a revolution, go ahead, outlaw Roe v. Wade and see what the response is of the public, particularly young people. Okay, welcome to the uh, War Room. Wednesday, 1 December, year of Lord 2021. We're going to go immediately. By the way, that is a sitting United States senator yesterday threatening revolution among young people. She couldn't be more off. We're going to have polling about the young uh, in a later segment. I will tell you this. In, in our little town, <laughs> we live in a, a fairly, fairly poor town. I'm telling you, all these girls, you know, whoever, you know, they're just they're having their babies. And they're having, they're just having their babies. They're, you know, if, if they get pregnant out of wedlock, they're just having their babies and they're not, they're not uh, the, the, the youth of this day. They're just not up for that, for, for killing a baby in their womb. They're just not, not up for it. And they're not believing the lies. I've, I'm very proud of this new generation. You know, people kind of pick on them and the millennials or whatever, but they're, it's, this is not what this woman is thinking she's in the vast minority. She's the one tenth of one percent. She's trying to make it out like she's the majority, and she is clearly not. About new polling that's come out today from Harvard, it's pretty shocking about the lack of support of Joe Biden in this kind of radical regime. But that is a sitting United States senator, Shaheen, Senator Shaheen from New Hampshire, threatening a revolution as Roe v. Wade. Uh, is ever overturned. And today, a historic day, probably the most important argument in front of the Supreme Court in a long time. We're going to go to Terry Schilling, a friend of the show from the American Principles Project. Terry's in front of the Supreme Court. Terry, put us in the room. What's happening outside? For thousands of people outside the Supreme Court right now, where the Supreme Court's going to hear the famous Dobbs case. This is a case where they're hearing whether or not uh, a 15-week ban on abortions in Mississippi is going to be held constitutional or not. This is our opportunity to overturn Roe v. Wade, and that's why there's so much energy here right now. Steve, just look at this crowd. It is 90 to 10 uh, pro-life versus pro-choice. The momentum is on the pro-lifer side, and it's just it's, it's really electric over here. I, I, I can barely hear you guys. Okay, so I want to make sure that you understand what the argument is. It's that the in, for the uh, in Mississippi they said you can't have an abortion after. What they're arguing is that you can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. After I guess it's kind of like the heartbeat law in Texas, and that the, to the even though the baby is not necessarily viable out of the room, out of the womb, and that is a this a difference, a distinction from the, what it was before. And I'm going to go into that in a second on the Casey case but anyway but that it is about if the if the baby feels pain they're arguing that that they clearly you're, you're killing you're not killing a blob you're killing someone that that have, feels pain and so yeah all these people are out there uh 90 of them are pro-life i think it's very difficult to to argue that you want you you want someone to have a uh, more time than that i mean I know I don't want 
any of it. I understand that. If that's where you're coming from too, I'm like, I know, but the, let's just take what we can get at this point because we've got to stop this re- horrific uh, murder of these babies, okay? Especially even to the point of outside the womb. I mean, it has gotten outrageous and just mind-numbingly crazy how far they have taken it. And I think they really, that's how one of the reasons they messed up because that got all these people fired up to do leave no stone unturned until this Roe v. Wade was overturned. Okay, so here's, I wanted you to hear a little bit more about what he said. Terry, uh, why they keep saying, this is everything we're seeing on, on polling, demographics, all of it, is that the momentum is on our side now and on the side of the right to life movement. Uh, why does the media keep playing it differently? You're seeing it right there. I just want to make sure of the of the crowd. Ninety percent are pro-life. Only 10 percent are pro-abortion. Correct. No, that's correct. See, look, they're losing. Our, our media is not a media. They're not the news anymore. They are a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party, of, of the Marxist left, of the woke progressives. There's no separation anymore. And that's why they're covering it up. They know that they're about to lose um, and, and they're scared. And so they want to make it they want to make it uh, they want to make uh, being pro-life the new racism. Right. They want to make you if you're pro-life, they want to make you uh, um, alone. They want to isolate you. They want to make you feel weird simply because you want to protect unborn babies. That's what they're trying to do here. Why is it uh, even the left is saying they have to start thinking about a post Roe v. Wade, a post Roe environment? Walk us through just the basics of the two legal arguments today. And we had Father Frank on here for 30 minutes yesterday. Why is it legally in the structure of the legal argument? Are you guys so confident about this? It's, uh, look, uh, Steve, the reason we're so confident is, number one, we, we do, on paper, have a 6-3 majority in the Supreme Court. Now, we could get screwed. In- on paper, we have six conservatives and three liberals. Okay. So, yeah, as he's saying, we, you know, that on paper, we should win. But, you know, he says we, we could get, you know, they, they, could, they could fail to do what they're supposed to do. But and we're going to go into more about where different ones are coming from, because, you know, you, uh, if you want to hear where Clarence Thomas is coming from and Gorsuch and all that. So that's on the next video. And we're all prepared for that possibility. But at the end of the day, the arguments for Roe, everyone agrees. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg believed that Roe v. Wade was wrongly decided, that there were major problems with it, major flaws. And that's why we're bullish here. We have a very simple argument. We're arguing that it's in the interest of the states and in the interest of the people to protect unborn children when they can feel pain. That's as simple as possible. We, we're humanizing the unborn child. That's what the that's what the left has done so well is they dehumanize the unborn child. They use words like fetus. They use words like uh, embryo. Um, and they act like it's just a tissue um, that you're getting removed. But we all know now is that science tells us is that at 15 weeks, the baby can feel pain. And that's what the Supreme Court decision is about, is whether or not we can protect babies when they can feel pain. Is that what makes you human or not? Or is it when you're viable? And that's a strange way to think about it. But is that when you're human? I mean, you and I know that that you're human when you're conceived. OK, fine. But what he's saying is it's 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 not when you're viable, because then. Katie, bar the door, then you can say, well, this person, you know, is, uh, uh, you know, 
has been injured, they can, you know can't breathe on their own because they were had a car accident. Well, oh well, pull the plug. You know, it, it, where do you stop at that point? Anyway, so he's saying that is you know, when the when the baby feels pain. And so, how many of us have seen all these? Uh, how many ultrasounds have we seen? So people have been sharing their ultrasounds of their babies, not even thinking about you know the the abortion issue and all that. But we've seen this, and so everyone has is is. Uh, because of the technology knows what is happening inside the womb now. So that's, who knew that that um, technology was going to help to save the lives. That's just so wonderful. Why, uh, why was it, it was Mississippi. You, you know, we had father Frank on, there've been many, many decades where it didn't look any, any real movement was taking place here. What happened in Mississippi that brought this day and made this day possible? So um, for those of your listeners that, you know, um, just aren't as familiar with all the legal legal stuff and the political stuff, there was a huge shift in the pro-life movement after the 2012 election when we lost to Obama. And it shifted from supporting a, an overall um, uh, amendment to the Constitution to protect life to a more practical legal matter of overturning Roe. And what they settled on was 20 weeks and 15 weeks. And that was the point at which the baby can feel pain. So what, what people don't realize is that Roe decided that uh, you could you couldn't ban abortion before the baby was viable, before the baby could survive outside the womb. That's when they said that your human rights begin. What this does is it questions that that premise entirely, and it says no, your humanity begins well before that, when you can feel pain. And so this this movement has gained a lot of traction because we've humanized the unborn. We have three D ultrasounds now. We know so much more about the unborn child than we did when Roe was decided. You know that was fifty years ago. Um, almost 60 years ago. Uh, it's just, it's long past time, but this is all about humanizing the unborn child. That's the big difference. Here. That's so wonderful. This is, what a day, what a day. It's basically been, you know, for most of you are, are probably around my age and it's been all our lives we've been having to deal with this and having to to, to fight and struggle. And and so they, they changed the way that they were attacking this problem because we know that the, that the, that the, legal system and the court system is all messed up and so that's the way that we can we can attack it at and from going around toward the around on the back side so anyway so i want you to see about this man his name is prelate uh i think it's what his name is okay hopefully that's going to play no hold on i'm going to get it for you because it's it's really good i want you to see it okay this man uh argued a an abortion case called Casey and basically where it it allowed for this case to go forward it was a it was a, you know a, basically a dismantling of the Roe v Wade and a and a step to get us to the point where we are now so that's what he's asking this man um wonderful wonderful uh fighter you know it's 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 hard to stay in a fight for year after year after year and fight for just just scraps when you are trying you know, to hard so hard to save baby's lives but um he is uh he used his amazing skills to do just that and he, he this is a, the great day of his um victory from uh, all of his labors are the legal points that you think are gonna they're gonna sit there and go yeah we're gonna hold mississippi give us the two or three that strike you the most well they're gonna they're gonna say that they're gonna use the analysis of, of the casey case uh they're gonna say that there was no undue burden created by the mississippi um a uh, statute that says you can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. Um, Chief Justice Roberts particularly articulated that when he said, 
what's the burden of, 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 of having to decide within 15 weeks whether you want an abortion? And that really wasn't effectively answered on the other side. So in other words, is there a burden? OK, I, I know this, this makes a lot of us crazy because we don't want to even talk about we want it just to be cut and dry. Stop abortion. Done. OK, but let's just put that if we can to the side and say, OK, what it's just so outrageous what they're arguing. But anyway, whatever that the that they're arguing that what is the burden on a mother to uh, to to uh, to have this uh, this abortion done prior to 15 weeks. Okay. You have to have it done before then, and you cannot do it after. And so they're saying there's, there shouldn't be a burden. You should know by then if what your decision is. Okay. And so that's, that was their question to these attorneys who were saying that you should not put, you know, uh, should, should, should reject this, um, this, this idea of 15 weeks or well, what burden is there on a mother? Shouldn't she know by this period of time? Okay. Anyway, I know that's crazy, but that's that's what they're arguing. I want to make sure that you knew that that's kind of what it is. Okay, and just layman's terms, because I just talk like a regular person, not like all this legal stuff. Anyway, so um, that was talked about by um, Amy Coney Barrett, as well as Chief Justice of the nine justices. The Chief Justice is Chief Justice Roberts, and he's he's actually on the other side. He wants to continue with Roe v. Wade, but he's asking them, "Well, what what can you show as burden?" You know, and they really it didn't hold hold water that there was a burden, and so that's where Casey was helpful because it removed it moved it from being a um, um, the viability to the to the um, the uh, burden of when to have the abortion. Uh, I think Amy, Amy Coney Barrett was uh, going in that direction. Um, Justice Kavanaugh is seeking to get the the court into a neutral posture. That is, let the let the states let the let the Congress decide this. Uh, Justice Gorsuch is again one of those people that doesn't want to use viability um, uh, line drawing. Gorsuch doesn't want to say when is a baby viable to figure out what from the Supreme Court. OK, and Kavanaugh, they're both saying, well, let, let the states decide that we're just saying if a baby is viable, I think what they're going to probably come down with in June. This is not going to come down anytime soon. They're <laughs> the wheels of justice grind very slowly that they would say likely, uh, especially on a case like this, that they would say, OK, we are going to, you know, let say the ba- if the baby feels pain, then you cannot. You know, there's no. Uh, uh, it's not legal to abort if the baby feels pain. And then the states would determine at what point is that, okay? And so it has to be clearly within reason. None of it's reasonable, but anyway, let's continue. Uh, but Casey essentially gutted Roe. People don't realize that, but it really gutted it. It left it a shell because it took away the strict scrutiny analysis and replaced it uh, with the uh, with the undue burden standard, that is something that's a is there a substantial obstacle for the woman to get an abortion, and it replaced the uh, third trimester uh, analysis with the viability analysis, and they said that viability began at 28 weeks. Now we know that viability certainly begins at 23, 24 weeks, and maybe even further than that. So, um, does the court want to get into the line drawing of when viability is? I think not. I think the court's going to say that's up to the states, that's up to Congress. And so we're going to have a, a multiple, multiple decisions, but upholding the statute, but multiple, the, multiple decisions, but uh, no one uh, unanimous decision. 
uh, real quickly, I'm not a lawyer, and this is really not my line of country, but watching the clips on all MSNBC and CNN last night, did you feel that the liberal justices were asking technical legal questions, or they were more political questions? And you mentioned uh, sort of my years that the stench is never going to get off this court. We're going to ruin this court. What, what are your thoughts about that? Well, the, I, you know, the, the, they wanted to make some statements uh, to um, uh, get it, their their constituencies uh, uh, excited about uh, what the what the risks are here of this Mississippi law. But the fact of the matter is, um, the the best questioning was done by the the uh, the so called middle um, uh, of the court. Um, and uh, by the conservatives on the court, uh, because they were driving at where is it said in the Constitution that there is a right uh, to privacy, there is a right to abortion. Uh, they were asking, what is the problem with getting um, um, a, a woman to make a decision before 15 weeks on an abortion? Um, and so they were looking at ways in which practical uh, things could occur uh, in the process. And I think they're going to allow the states and some legislatures are going to come up when they already have California, New York, already said this, there, there's there's an abortion you can have from day one to the end of the, the to, to, birth, to birth. And in fact, New York says even after birth. Uh, but other states are going to be drawing, drawing it. Maybe it's six weeks, maybe at 10, 12, 15, 17, 19. Who knows where? And they're going to let the states make that call. And that's the that's where we are, I think, going forward. Murky. He's not happy with it, but it's better than what we've got with Roe v. Wade, where it's just wide open. OK. And and so much even after birth. Crazy. Murky. Ernie, I, I got to if it hadn't been for the work of, of guys like you over the last couple of decades, working the legal side of this, working the legal arguments, we would have not been there yesterday with that historic day. So everybody wants to thank you. All the laboring in the vineyard you did. Thank you so much. We've got to bounce. Ernie Priate. Priate. I'm sorry. I said it pre-late, but it's Priate. Ernie Priate, that he was an attorney general who fought so hard um, to to do with the stepping stone of the Casey case so that we could get to this point to to um, to remove Roe v. Wade. Not that it's done yet, but we're it, everyone feels that it's likely going to. Like So that's very good news. And so it reminds me of what our president said that that, um, you know, we will we will get take America back together. And that's really what it's about is the grassroots that we are going to take back our country. And really what, what freedom force is that the kingdom that we've suffered violence, but the violent take the kingdom by force. We are pulling down. No, you're not going to do this. No, you're not going to have these laws. No, you're gonna, not going to steal our election. That's what we're doing. We're fighting and we're scrapping and we're going, no, we're not having a country where, you know, the pedophiles are running the country or the, you know, the, 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 the we're going to have a country where the, a rule of law is maintained. All there is to it. So that's what we're on the Freedom Force Battalion because we're taking our kingdom by force and we will rule and reign with him. This is what the Lord said would happen. We're going to rule and righteousness will rule and flow down the mountains. All right. So don't forget, this is where you go and see all the videos. I, I do this all the time where I go into um, the, how it's biblical. And so if you have any questions about like specifically end times and you're like, okay, well, is this the mark of the beast or what is the 666 or all that? I don't have time to go into all that today, but I have 600, 700 
hundred videos. I don't even know how many on here. And if you go here, you click on the categories, you, you can just put in a word, but I wanted to just uh, give you a little snippet. Um, here is the book that I wrote that it's everything is basically in one place. It's in English, German, Spanish, and coming up in Dutch soon. And it's also on the audio version. There's the audio book right there. And it's also on audible. And so it's really good news. I am, um, there are lots of strange little questions that I hope that you get answered that, um, that, you know, they put out in these uh, movies as if it's fact and it's, they're not okay. They try to trick us and they tricked a lot of us, but we're coming out of all this deception. Look, here is the book, like I said, on Amazon, it's $2.99. So it's something that you can easily get for, for someone um, if you want to, and uh, you can get the paperback too. And so uh, um, very, very thankful to have this, but I'm going to go just into a one little snippet of it so that you see, um, you know, there, I still see posts where people say, is this the mark of the beast? And I'm telling you, the, the vax is not, not, not the mark of the beast. Do they want us to think that it is? Maybe. Yes. Hang on real quick. I think, I think Mr. Wonderful's at the door. Hold on. So they want us to think that they want us to think that that is the mark of the beast, that if you take the ship, but that's not, that's not what it is. They don't want us to know what it really is. The mark of the beast is the mark of evil, the mark that they take so that they can be part of this scheme, uh, part of this secret society, part of the cabal, the new world order, whatever you want to call it. These people who worship Satan, and when they do their satanic rituals, they're evil. That is when they get take on the mark of the beast. That's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit because they blaspheme. They cast out the Holy Spirit and they've taken in demons. This is the unpardonable sin because they it's a, it is because they've rejected the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Holiness dwelling within them, as well as where it says in First John uh, chapter four, it says the sin unto death. Okay, so those are all synonymous. Uh, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, sin unto death, and the unpardonable sin. Those are all synonymous. And so this is what it's talking about, that those who do this, they've taken this mark that they will be a, a punished severely because they've joined in league with the demons to destroy humanity. That's what is happening. That's what these people have, why they are just going for broke. And they thought they would have, um, the, 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 we had the, um, the technology so that they could have eternal life on this earth and they could bypass judgment and they could get away with doing evil and have, and, 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 you know, don't not have to deal with the judgment of God. They were very, very wrong. And this is in uh, revelation chapter 14, another angel, a third one followed them saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, again, forehead is your thoughts and your, this is all throughout God's word that talks about the, 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 the words and the thoughts and that, you know, in what's in your head and your hand is, is, is synonymous of your actions, um, uh, your, your, the, your doings. He will also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is mixed in full strength in the cup of his anger. He's not angry with someone who takes a shot because they're brainwashed. Okay. That's clearly, clearly not it. So this is in revelation chapter 14. Again, I go into all this in the book um, and he will be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. Those not people who've taken the shot. This is, or, or you know, have a chip put in their hand or none of that. No, no, no. It is those who have taken on, uh, taken in these demons who've joined in league with the demons 
to do their will on earth to destroy humanity. That's what the demons want. And that's what these people have joined in league with them. It's just awful, awful, awful. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day or night. And those who worship the beast in his image and who receive them, receive whoever receives the mark of his name. All right. So now that's another little tidbit. I'm going to uh, just just uh, just do a little tidbit each time. That, but if you want to see like a whole video on that, again, you can go back to freedomforce.live and you can look in the in the video categories and, and search in the Revelation playlist. Um, and then you can see about that. But yeah, so I tried to break it all down in the book in one easy spot. And don't forget the the audiobook is the is the way to go because <laughs> it makes it, I don't know, it just makes it simple. You hear it how it's in my head. And the reason I was able to do that is because I've 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 done, you can see also on on here, I've got some the music is scripture songs. I have so much scripture memorized. So when I had just a few pieces of the puzzle, I was able to put the entire book of Revelation together. And I realized now what it is. It's just the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. It's only bad news for them, good news for us. So we're going to win this battle. We're in a war. We're going to win. Okay. Now, I wanted you to see this with, with Mike Lindell. Please definitely go and see this. I'm going to put this on the um, on the freedomforce.live. Let's see. I will call this uh, Roe v. Wade. Okay. Roe v. Wade. There's a landmark uh, case that's coming up that had, had we, they were talking about. So I'll put Roe v. Wade. And so on there, I'll also put this link to see the the just the the summary of what is happening with the Supreme Court complaint. And so I wanted to just run it past you guys so that you know. Well, number one, the most important thing, don't forget, you've got to go if you haven't done it already, um, go here and and just click on this this little button right here on frankspeech.com. Just scroll a little bit down and you will see this one. Click on it and it will allow you to send an email through either your phone or through your through your laptop and you send it to your AG. You just pick out which state you're from and it will say, AG, Mr. AG, Miss AG, please, Attorney General, join with the complaint from Mike Lindell, join that with that to go and tell the Supreme Court that we have to have, uh, that you need to look at this case, okay? And so it has not been filed yet because so many of the courts have been so busy with all these man, uh, vax mandates and all that stuff. So they've been busy with that. They needed time to also to review it and maybe tweak it and do some changes to it. And I know it's taking forever. I know that. Okay. So be that as it may, that's where we stand right now. And so on the last one with under Texas, 20 of the um, attorney generals went to the Supreme Court. That one was rejected. They said we didn't have standing. Now we definitely, definitely have standing because one of the things that you may not realize is that we have a uh, Senate, which is 50-50. And so guess who would be the tiebreaker if it came to that? Well, that's our Kamala. Dear Lord of mercy, Kamala would be the, the one to break the tie. And so that is um, what that does is that is a, it's a harmed each one of us. Clearly, it's harmed each one of us that, that she would be the, the, the tie breaking vote in the Senate. OK, so that's one of the ways we have standing as well as um, what well, was one other thing that. Anyway, something else. I can't remember what it was, but bottom line, on that video, it goes into it. The, the attorney gets on there. But Mike is also talking about that we need three states, only three states to pull down their electors. And we know Arizona has already proven that they had election fraud. OK, so that just needs to go to the, the legislature and they need to they need to pull down their electors and say this. These, these electors will have to be reversed because this was clearly fraudulent. Number two is Wisconsin. There was the clearly fraud there because they had people who were um 
who were not able to go to um, to um, they, they changed their rules where they were letting us uh, voting for people who were not able to go, whether it's older people or or the people who are in jail or whatever. And that was illegal. They did an illegal thing and people are being uh, brought up on felony charges for what they did. And it was enough to throw the election for to Biden. OK, and so there's a um, there's a, a legislator who's bringing this up. He said, we need to reverse this, the electors in Wisconsin right now. And so they need to have, I think, one more to, to join with him. All right. So I know that that doesn't necessarily mean that you would have all the elector, uh, all the legislators to vote for it. But anyway, that's where it is. We need three. So the third one is Pennsylvania. They had more votes than voters. <laughs> And more votes than voters. That's actually illegal in Pennsylvania. Imagine that. Okay, so those, uh, though, if if you had those three, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, they would remove those electors, and then president, then Biden would not be able to be president. Okay, and so there you go. That's that's where that's part. That's a you know, big chunk of the argument that is, is in this complaint to go before the Supreme Court, and he wants to have. Not just the 20 who went with Texas, Supreme, uh, the attorney generals. He wants to have all the attorneys general to go before the Supreme Court. So that's what he's working on day and night. Thank God for Mike Lindell. He's working so hard to get this done. And so we definitely need to stand with him. We need to pray. We need to share this. We need to definitely go on here and and file this, uh, send this this email to the attorney general. And um, and so that they will join with them. And, you know, we need to have the, the, these people in the legislators do their job. Right. All right. So I want you to see it. But that is the link right there. Uh, it, it's, it's where he's being interviewed by Kurt Olson on the Eric. Uh, I'm sorry, joined by Kurt Olson. He was on the Eric Metaxas, I guess I think, I don't know, Metaxas show. OK, I will make sure that you have the link to that. I'm also going to put it on Freedom Force Battalion. Let's see, where did I put? Yeah, I'm going to. This is my uh, telegram right here. There's my Freedom Force Battalion telegram. All right. Um, now, when you have a chance. Watch this video right here called Kill Chain. This was from 2016. They, in 2016, their hair on fire. Then Donald Trump won, and, and it's because the machines are no good, and they're, they're, they're rife for corruption, and all this is corrupt, corrupting, and we need to pull down President Trump. But now they're like, let's not talk about that. All that stuff we said in the in the kill chain video. Let's not talk about that. I'll show you just a little clip of it, but you can also watch the whole video. I think it's on HBO. It's also on Voodoo. I think V U D U. So check this out. Voting is our capability to have a peaceful transfer of power. If you don't have that, the alternatives are revolutions. We call them voting machines, but they're nothing more than obsolete computers. 2002 is when they put them in service. A commonly used argument, they are never connected to internet. No voting machines are connected to the internet. Not connected to the internet. Not connected to the internet, and therefore cannot be attacked. Oh, it wants to go to internet. That's very nice. In 2016, we know that Russian actors targeted state election systems. When people say no votes were changed, it misses the point. Imagine you go in and flip the digits of everybody's address. When you prevent people from casting a ballot, you've hacked an election. Hackers are a wonderful resource. Every voting machine in this room is in use in next election. We are here three days a year. The real adversaries, they run it 24-7 with massive funding. We are in. Hari takes it personally when people do stupid things with technology. 
What do you think the security pin is? They upgrade to one 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 one. That was not a joke. <laughs> we may be buying the world's best 20th century military when the battlefront is election security. I had full access. I could have changed any vote. It's called a kill chain. Weaponization, paralyzation. When the governments cannot take action, that's when you finish the target. So definitely watch that video so that you can, and then share it with people because that's what happened. Now they're just quiet as they can be about it. But okay, so he also uh, said on that video, uh, Mike Lindell did that. I think it was six states have said no more machines, no more because they were they're just too rife for corruption. So that was really cool that that has happened also. And just what what. But like I was saying, the more votes than voters, everything in the complaint is indisputable evidence, even though they're not talking about it on the mainstream news. That's our job is to get this information out there. So that's why I wanted to share that also with you on on this video. Every time I get a chance of getting more information out about about it, I want to do that. And let's definitely, definitely support Mike Lindell. I just really appreciate him. He has worked so hard um, and spent so much money. So we've got to support him in every way that we can. And so here are, are the all the deals that they have going on they've got the, the you know about the my pillows but now i've gotten to use the towels i love the towels they're so absorbent um, they, I, they said they were and they really 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 are and the sheets are like really wonderful too they're thick i've had some thin sheets you're like i just feel like i'm on tissue this is so they're so nice and and thick and soft they're wonderful um and i told you about how much papa loves his um his moccasins and the puppies like their um their their doggy bed so here is what we do for christmas Everybody gets sheets and towels from MyPillow.com. Everybody. <laughs> that's, that's That makes your Christmas shopping so easy. Everybody gets towels and sheets and pillows, whatever, whatever, uh, doggy beds, whatever, from MyPillow.com. And use the promo code Melly, Melly, 800-627-7953. Okay, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for Mike Lindell and how hard he's worked. And I just pray, Lord, that you would help these attorney generals to, or whatever you call them, attorneys general, to get up and get after it and to go and stand up for the people and that they would go before the Supreme Court and that we would be able to get this, get these things turned right. I thank you for, for what's happening with the, the Roe v. Wade. I thank you that things are, are looking good in, in that, in, in, in right there. We thank you for those who fought for year after year after year for these unborn. We thank you for them and using their amazing skills as attorneys to, to try this way and that way. And now they finally are making the headway. We have so much needed. I thank you, Lord, that this is the day when all the things that they've attempted in the past are no longer working and that we are awake now and we're seeing how to do this now. And that we're all rising up and using our skills, whatever skills, whatever arena it is so that we can, as you said, we can rule and reign with you and have things done right. Um, I thank you. Just like you told Adam, uh, you said to rule over this world and uh, you did not change your mind. You expect us to rule and reign. And so I just pray for everyone who's listening, every person in the Freedom Force Battalion, use their skills, use each one of us to do what you've called each one of us to do, to bless our community, our families, our, our, our state, where our country, even the world, Lord, use us however you see fit. Guide us on what each one of us can do. You have equipped us with, with talents and with gifts, with money, with resources, with something to help. And so I just pray that you would just direct us every minute of the day. Um, and we just thank you that you've helped us to understand this and know what's going on so that we can be 
fighting alongside you and alongside the angels. And uh, I pray for that all those who've done this wickedness, all those who have done this, taken this evil mark of, of uh, to working in league with demons, that they will be pulled down, that they will no longer be able to harm humanity, that they will be exposed and rooted out. And as your word says, I think Isaiah 41, 12, I think it says that, that we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them and they will be as nothing. We thank you for your promise. And we look forward to that day because we're ready. <laughs> we are ready now that we know what they've been doing. We're ready to see that happen. Use us, Lord, to help that, uh, to bring usher in your kingdom, to take the kingdom by force, as you said in your word, and that your kingdom will come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray all this in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. I love you. Okay, here is the code. Here is the book. So definitely check it out. Share it with your friends and family. Tell them to come out of the bed, unpack their bags. We're not going anywhere. We're going to defeat this beast. And that's all there is to it. Love you guys. Bye.